0: I don't know if it's a groundswell or maybe more of a new trend, but we're seeing more and more mixed race and black models on the catwalk these days, which wasn't the case before.
1: Absolutely, because bringing a decent amount of diversity is really an added bonus.
0: You need to understand that whether we're black, white, Asian, we're all doing the same job, and we're all beautiful women. There's not one type of woman that suits this job. It's a job open to women of all colors.
1: In the Togolese capital Lome, Jacques Logo has good reason to be cheerful. The young designer and founder of the Togo International Fashion Festival has made it his mission to ensure the event embodies the values of diversity. Alex and Kim are androgynous models. I
2: think it's a really global question because for a long time people who look like us simply hid themselves away. They didn't want to put themselves forward for this sort of event or get involved in situations where they'd have to get up on stage and be seen. And I really hope that that sort of thing is beginning to change. It began with Alex, and maybe I'll follow in their footsteps, along with other people. Alex,
0: you are slightly older than Kim. What advice can you give him? I've always told him to really go for it, to come out from the shadows and to be himself always, wherever he is, whether we're talking about day-to-day life or a specific event. He always needs to be himself.
2: It's true that it's difficult to come out each day and confront an environment that's hostile to the person you are and the identities that you're presenting to the world. But we need to persevere in the fight to be ourselves because at the end of the day, what counts as being happy. That's the most important thing. What other people think is their
1: problem. Today, Alex is wearing a menswear look and Kim, a feminine look.
2: I'm provoking the scandal of the century, but no matter. The scandal of the century? Why? It's a joke. Here I'm wearing a collection by Fauvet that I really love, and it was inspired by an amazing story about marriage around the world. I think I'm going to represent this collection very well.
1: Fauvet Nacto is a designer who loves questioning the status quo, and also celebrating marriages. The more unconventional, the better. I read somewhere that there were more than 250,000 marriages this
0: year. So it would seem that marriage is far from dead, despite what we might think. So why not bring my little contribution to the institution by coming up with some non-traditional bridal looks? I wanted clothes that inspire adventure. Clothes that say, this is a journey. After all, getting married
1: isn't so different from going traveling. This year, independently of one another, a number of designers have found inspiration in wedding attire a new trend that also translates to more business.
2: I work with a very fluid material. It's very light. It's a very light fabric that Tuareg women wear in the desert to keep cool. I work on men's bodies to try to bring out the man's more womanly side. My hope is that there's a feminine side to men that I'll be able to highlight in this collection.
0: Does it tend to be encouraged? trying to bring out a man's feminine side?
2: Yes, each man, each man comes from a woman. You can't say that a man has a certain reality while ignoring the feminine side. You can't just speak to one side of who we are. You need to celebrate both. And that's what I want to bring out in this collection.
0: This year, my collection was centered on a bride and groom, specifically a marriage at the Sultanate of Pumban in Cameroon, a place I'm very attached to. It's such a rich culture that's been so well-preserved. So this year, my collection is called Bamoun, the marriage of Tamboura, and it's really a note to those Cameroonian cultures. I actually have a sister who's part of that culture, and her name is Tamboura, so I'm actually dedicating this collection to her. And beyond the artistic side of things, there's also the economic side, the development of the continent. We're trying to do our bit. It's all a bit Arabian nights. I'm thinking of the African woman who takes part in those Moroccan and African ceremonies. Because there are some small messages in my collection. And there is also a touch of Maghreb influence
1: which for me is a nod
0: towards that Algerian-Moroccan culture that I've tried to incorporate into my looks, especially given that in my family I have a Moroccan niece who recently got married to an Algerian guy.
1: I really wanted to highlight both those cultures and show that we're united. We come from the same family. And this family of designers can all agree on one thing, a shared love of sartorial savoir-faire and ingenuity. When I was young and getting into fashion, I loved the dresses like Dior and um, Balenciaga, well, especially Dior. And I realized that the silhouette is created almost like engineering through the bones, the way the bones are done. So I I deliberately learned how to do corsetry and I try to incorporate that into my dresses because I want my clients to look their best you know to to have to to feel confident to feel pretty to feel elegant in my dresses and they don't have to worry about underwear nobody wears a brazier with my dresses everything all the construction all the support is within the dress this year Togo's International Fashion Festival is celebrating its 10th birthday and a decade spent championing diversity in all its forms